Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi guys, I'm Lisa R. I'm an addict, and this is the Just For Today, December 7th. Surviving Our Emotions. We use the tools available to us and develop the ability to survive our emotions. Basic text, page 31. Survive my emotions? Some of us say. You've got to be kidding! When we were using, we never gave ourselves the chance to learn how to survive them. You don't survive your feelings, we thought. You drug them. The problem was that That cure for our unsurvivable emotions was killing us. That's when we came to Narcotics Anonymous, started working the 12 steps, and as a result, began to mature emotionally. Many of us found emotional relief right from the start. We were tired of pretending that our addiction and our lives were under control. It actually felt good to finally admit they weren't. After sharing our inventory with our sponsor, began to feel like we didn't have to deny who we were or what we felt in order to be accepted. When we'd finished making our amends, we knew we didn't have to suffer with guilt. We could own up to it and it wouldn't kill us. The more we worked the NA programme, the better we felt about living life as it came to us. The programme works today as well as it ever did. By taking stock of our day, getting honest about our part in it, and surrendering to reality, we can survive the feelings life throws our way. By using the tools available to us, we've developed the ability to survive our emotions. Just for today, I will not deny my feelings. I will practice honesty and surrender to life as it is. I will use the tools of this programme to survive my emotions. Thank you so much for letting me read. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just For Today meditation with our guest, Jerome C. Hey, Jerome, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Uh, how you doing today, man? I really appreciate you inviting me to, to do this with y'all. Bro, I'm glad you can make it. So, Jerome, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout-out? Yeah, my uh, clean date is 6 6 uh, I attend meetings in Huntington, West Virginia. My home group is... Uh, Together we can at uh, 21st and 9th Avenue in Huntington, West Virginia on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's a special place up there, man. Shout out to the GTO folk who are listening in. Uh, I love making my way up through that area. So you, you guys got a, a special group of people up here, man, for real. Yeah, the, the GTO is real strong up here, that's for sure. Yeah, I got clean right up the river, too, um, in the southwestern PA. 
So uh, there's a lot of similarities when I come through Huntington. It kind of reminds me of being home. So, but anyhow, uh, Jerome, let's transition to the just for today. Can you share your thoughts on surviving our emotions? Man, uh, I know that uh, with me, uh, for a long time, I let my emotions get the best of me uh, on both levels, like a deep personal like level of being down in the gutter. And then, you know, the high emotions of thinking that I had this, you know, that I can do whatever I wanted and still get away with it. Uh, you know, once I started uh, seeing, you know, where, you know, my emotions drove me to have uh, pure resentments against a lot of things like my higher power, because when, uh, when I was younger, my mother died and stuff. And it was she was like the only thing that I felt that really loved me or had love for me that and stuff. And uh, so that drew me, you know, that deep emotions there drew a, a clear line against my higher power for a long time, man. And I couldn't ask for help or anything from it. Uh, you know, the few successes in my life, uh, when I tried to do this on an absent basis and not with any kind of you know, programming in me, I, I would lose out because I would get up, I would, I would stop for a while and I would get some clean time and stuff up underneath my belt. And I, I would think that I had something, you know what I mean? And I would go back to uh, using again because, you know, you know, I got this now, I can do whatever. So, you know, the, but through working, you know, some steps work and doing a few steps, you know, I, I got a little bit, I started getting, leaning on some more faith, you know, and it says here, you know, the ready for letting go, letting God, man, it was, that was a real, it was a real turning point in my life, man, I, I was just talking about this, you know, at a meeting last night, you know, how, how once I, I let go, and this was willing to set on my hands, and let stuff turn out the way that it should be, not the way I was trying to make it be, that, you know, and had some faith, you know, that, that decision, you know, and that step three, when I made that decision was so powerful for me. And then people were like, how, how is it possible that you guys can have an understanding of a higher power today, man? I was like, well, everything else I ever tried in my life didn't work. And ever since I've tried this, something keeps working. I, I can't explain it. I don't know what it is. Universe, God, you know, a lot of people got a lot of different names for it, but, uh, and, you know, I just I just keep believing and keep pushing my faith on that, and and stuff keeps happening for me. You know, uh, through my life, you know, I've used so many different tactics, man. I've used my emotions for uh for the good, you know, not good, but to try to get drugs and stuff. I, I told people like even when my mother died, I I used that emotion against people to get to get dope. You know what I mean? I asked people to, you know, oh, God, my mother just passed away. And, you know, can you get me high and stuff? You know, I, and, and today I, I feel I feel remorseful, but I've let all I go. But, I, you know, for me to, I'm, you know, like for me to know and when I worked at Full Step One to come to, to realize I had to surrender to, to my higher power and know to ask a higher power for help was, you know, I quit manipulating man. You know, I quit I quit using everything in my life as a, a crutch to do one more. You know, I, I finally felt at ease that I could let it all go. That the and the emotionals and there's a hasn't 
has a, I haven't let them emotions build up, man. I, I keep in a space, you know what I mean? I keep in the, in with the newcomer. I keep in with the fellowship. I, I make sure I, I stay in a spot where, you know, my emotions doesn't have a true effect on me getting high today. Uh, I know I had, I'm a, I'm a redhead. I had a real horrible time with anger growing up and so that's one of my you know defects of character that I have to keep a, a clear check on it's a very powerful emotion for me you know I talk about it being a dubious luxury all the time a luxury that I can't afford in my life because I let stuff anger me and then it's controlling me and then I don't like being controlled because then you know that powerlessness creeps into not having you know being able to do nothing about it and uh that feeling is a sickening feeling to, to most of us addicts. I feel, and then I want to do something about it. You know, and I know how to, I know how to marry all emotions in my life. So, what uh, do you do now, man? Have you have you you know through working the steps and and staying accountable with the sponsor, right? You know, and and walking this out for for a couple of years now. Have you identified some behaviors that leads to emotions that you don't want to feel anymore? And if so. What are you doing about that? I can say, man, letting go of the past was a good one. You know what I mean? Like say, talking to people in the fellowship that have experience on how to let that go, man, because a lot of that brought, you know, brought up, you know, hard emotions for me, especially in early recovery. Like, you know, I was talking about my mom, you know, passed away when I was young, man. I mean, I started getting high and real hard and heavy and I, I couldn't. I never felt her her pass away. I mean, I really didn't. Man. Until a couple of years ago, I never cried. Like on Mother's Day, I never cried on her birthday. You know, that was a deep embedded emotion in me that I had to work mm -hmm. through. And that, I, and I'm glad I had the people around me at the time when I did when I when I was feeling it clean, because it was really something that helped. You know, like and even with the anger issue, you know, I I when I feel when I feel me getting angry. I start working through my mind, you know, why am I getting angry? Is, is a, am I seeing something in them that I was mm -hmm. angry? Do I need to work on this before I even, you know, go any further and stuff? So, you know, this, the pro, the program and the steps and, you know, and the fellowship is, is, a, is a powerful, you know, tool for me today. And I make sure I keep it at all times with me and, and use it for when I, for every for everything. Yeah, man. And you know, and along that line, I'm glad that you brought that up because it's like, you know, with, with the steps and, and working with the sponsor and, and listening to you folk all the time, it's like, you know, it's really become clear to me that when I when I'm engaged in this behavior that elicits this emotion that I don't want to feel, my go-to man is like more of that behavior. You know what I mean? Because like, if I'm engaged in that behavior, then I kind of get to ice out my emotions. And in my mind, I have like, oh, if I'm not feeling any emotions, then that's, that's okay. Right? Like I've solved that. I don't want to feel this. So let me, let me act out some, some way. And, and then I ice out that emotion, but that very act, man, is, is like what elicits the emotion that I don't want to feel. And so there, there's that cycle. It's like, okay, behavior feeling an emotion that comes from it. Oh shit. I don't want to feel that. So let me do this behavior that'll numb that for just a moment. And then there's the cycle, right? There's the cycle. And so 
one exercise that I've practiced in, in, in inventory is like, okay, let me write that out, man. If I'm feeling this way, what's that emotion, you know, try to label it and then say, okay, if I don't, if I don't do anything, if I sit with this, you know, what happens? So what happens? And it's been wild, man. It's like, I haven't died yet. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? Like my, like my whole insides ha hasn't exploded. It's like, I'll be damned, man. You know, I can be uncomfortable and stay clean and then kind of, you know, put some days together of like, okay, I don't have to roll down this path. So, um, so Jerome, have you, are you carrying that to, to newcomers? Like, are you, are you, you know, working with yeah, them? Yeah, man, saying, like, hey, I, I, you know, I express to them all the time, man, your emotions are your emotions. You need to feel them. You need to work to them, through them. You need to figure out why you're feeling them. That way you can get to the root of it. You know, that, that telling them all the time that that feeling of not being okay is all right. You know I mean? I'm, I'm never going to, you know, I'm as an addict, I'm always going to be in an abnormal state. I'm never going to be okay. So I got to be okay with not being okay. You know, and, uh, and you know, because, uh, you know, I hate to say it like, and the mental health issue right now involved in, you know, with everything going on, especially this pandemic and stuff, man, the, the mental issues with a lot of people are so driving in their, you know, emotional state. And the only thing they ever, you know, especially as addicts could figure out how to help it was to use, you know, so, and, but I like, I, I tell them, man, it's all right to feel this stuff, man. It's all right not to be okay. You know what I mean? It's all right. But the thing about it is now I need to get to the root of it though. I need to feel out mm. why is this emotion so powerful to me? You know, how, what can I do to help it? You know, and, and, and like saying, then work my way through it. Yeah, that's good, bro. Yeah, that's good. And so what, what, um, so what's this looking like in your life right now? Are you, uh, and you can be as transparent as you want, you know, with us and, and the listeners. Um, is there anything going on to where it's like, damn, this is, uh, this is kind of tough, man, but I'm getting through it. I'm sharing about it. I'm working, you know, with my sponsor or anything like that. Anything going on with you like this? Man, uh, well, I can say, man, uh, I'm on a, I'm on the step three for the second time around, man. And, mm -hmm. and like the fear keeps cropping up, uh, you know, I, when I first started this journey, man, I prayed for a lot of things like getting my, getting my uh, children back in my life. And now I have three teenage boys in my life, man. So the mm. ocean of fear, you know, people are like, Oh, if you got strong faith, you won't have no fear, man. But am I going to, and I do this right this time, you know, mm. uh, are they going to be comfortable or, you know, can, can I talk through, you know, issues with them, you know, uh, so, and, and, yeah, and I'm definitely, uh, you know, all in my support group about this, with my sponsor about this, you know, I'm just trying to, trying to be okay with this, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's been five years since we've all been in the same house together and been together, you know, because of my actions, mm -hmm. but, you know, cause of what I'm doing now though, and what they see me doing every day today they all decided, you know, to move back in with me. So on one hand, I know I'm doing the right thing, but on the other hand, it's still got a, I got a gut full of anxiety and butterflies that, you know, that I'm trying to, you know, I'm working through, you know, it's nothing that I got to get high over today, though. That's the best. No, part. man, that's a celebration right there, brother. I'm really proud of you, man. Like, I'm happy for you. Like, my spirit's like going off right now hearing you talk about that. And, and, you know, sometimes, man, when we get that, like that nervousness inside, you know, and anxiety, sometimes, sometimes, you know, what a, a big chunk of that is, is, is excitement, 
you know what I mean? It, it, because like, it's something good, man, it's something healthy. And, and you said something I want to, I want to dig in just, just a moment is it, like, uh, you know, that fear and faith and stuff. And I hear it all the time too, man. And I, you know, and I understand like the teachings that it's derived from is like, you know, this, um, you either have faith or you have fear, you know, you can't have one. And I, and I, and I think I heard you saying this, I don't really subscribe to that belief, man, you know, because look, like I, I have faith, man, I do, you know, like I, I feel like I'm, I'm grounded in my faith and, and, and all that, you know, but I'm human too, bro. Like I, and I have, I have two sons, one's 11 and one's 13. So I don't have three teenagers, bro, but I got, you know, I got one and, and, and uh, um, man, I, I'm, I'm fearful about that. You know, I'm fearful. Like, Hey, am I being, am I, am I, am I being the correct kind of father? Am I pouring in, into, into these boys what I need to be, you know, are they going to make the, the decisions? Like I worry, you know, I have fear, but here, here's the thing, bro. It's like, you know, I can have faith and I can have fear. And this is my belief. You know what I mean? I know everyone else, you know, everyone's entitled to their own perspective, you know? And it's like, um, but, but, but like that courage piece is, is us walking out and doing and doing the actions that we need to do. Right. Even if we're afraid, man, even if we have some fear, like we, 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 we walk out in this courage piece of saying, look, even though I do have this fear, man, I have faith things are going to work out and I'm going to do the action anyways. And man, a lot of times, like that's what's, that's what being a, a clean father has been for me, you know, and, and, uh, and, that and that's how that I parent my courage. sons, bro. Yeah. I mean, that being the courage just kicked in, you know I mean? Doing something, you know, even being, you know, fearful of it, you know, uh, when the, I had one and already living with me for like three months. And then the other one was like, Hey, you know, I'm ready, you know what I mean, you know, through me, you know, working, building that relationship back, he was my youngest man, he was the hardest one to really, I, I think I hurt the most at the point in time, you know, I mean, he's 13 now, but he, you know, he was definitely took it, the, you know, took it the hardest of all of them, and, you know, that really, you know, I mean, it's still today, man, brings chills to me and makes me want to ball up and a bunch of emotions, like just crying, stuff, because of this real, it's a real powerful experience, you know what I mean? That's right. And you're a clean father now, brother. You know, yeah. don't take that lightly, man. You're a clean father. I'm proud of you, bro. And so, look, and with that, with your two birthday cakes that you have, let's transition to this last question. I'd like to ask all the guests who come on, if you, knowing what you know now and having this experience that you have now, if you could sit down with Jerome C. with One Day Clean, could you share with us what you would tell him? Man, I would tell him to sit down and shut up. You know what I mean? Uh, I was I was hard headed when I came into this, man. I didn't want to listen to nobody. I didn't want to take a suggestion. One, you know, uh, smartest dude in the fucking room, you know. And <laughs> and it took me a little longer, to, you know, than I wish it would have to get this. But uh, yeah, just you know, just sit down and shut up, man. You you might you might figure something out today. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.